Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck of the show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, (laughs) there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. Um, Back, this is, I think, the eighth or ninth week I've been at home and I'm supposed to be going back to work next week, but I decided, I decided I'm I'm not. Good. Are you going on maternity leave? No, but, um, I'm still working, but like our office is opening, opening next week. And I talked to my boss and I was like, I don't want to come back into work. Can I, I just not work do from that? Home. <laughs> and he said, yeah, that's fine. So that's awesome. That's a good boss. A little, I'm so glad. Yeah. A little sense of relief. Not that I'm like super paranoid about going back out in the world, but also kind of a little bit. And I, I liked working from home. Well, so. I mean, like, why would you intentionally go back when you have the option to work from home? Yeah. And the fact and that do the same thing, I probably would, will only be working if all goes according to plan, only be working like six more weeks until That's I go out I on thinking. maternity leave. So I was like, well, why go hey. back in? And I've only been going back into the office two or three days a week, every week. Cause they're doing like staggered of when people are in the office. So it's like, I, can I just like keep working from home? He was like, yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's awesome. So, that is I, great news. Yeah. I was, I don't know why I was like so nervous to talk to my boss on Monday and Justin was like, they're going to like, you're pregnant. Like, what are they going to say? And I was like, I know, but still like, I don't like getting special treatment, you know, like, oh uh, yeah, I'd be the same way. So, I totally get it. So anyway, well, good. I'm glad that worked out. And I was thinking of you all weekend because this is when your wedding or your baby shower would have been. And- I know. And <laughs> it's like one of those where it was like sad but also I think I've talked about it on the pod before I also don't like being the center of attention so it was kind of fine but I took the opportunity I was like you know what like I literally the only time I've like put on any ounce of makeup has been when I've had to have like a zoom conflict I'm I'm on zoom with you right now and I'm barefaced like disgusting but I mean like anything (laughs) important like I've had a virtual doctor's appointment and like anything with work I'll like kind of put on a little bit of makeup but I haven't been I haven't dressed in anything other than like t-shirts and like Nike shorts or sweatpants and forever, unless I went to the doctor. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually put on a dress. And I was surprised. I was going to order a like dress for my baby shower. And then when all this happened, like, like what's the point of ordering a maternity dress that I'm never, ever going to wear? I luckily found something in my closet that was like one of those like... <laughs> Justin would probably lovingly refer to it as a like potato sack dress. <laughs> like one of those that's just like, it's so flowy. Like it looks, it's yes. like got no, like it doesn't hug your curves. But since I've got a protruding stomach, it actually looked okay. It's okay. Like, yeah. Okay. So, and I actually put on makeup and did my hair and I was like, this is the first time I felt like a human being. And I don't know how long. So I took pictures. It's a real thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I- Every, every time I go to see my doctor, I'll put on makeup and I'll get like dressed. Yeah. But like, other than that, like I, oh no, I did. I did put on makeup when my parents came over here for mother's day. Cause like I said on my Instagram story, I still want my mom to think I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her to worry Aww, about me. That's funny. <laughs> and, yeah, no, same. And it was kind of dual purpose too. Cause on Saturday, my parents actually, my parents and my sister and her fiance actually came over on Saturday just to hang out. Like I haven't, we haven't seen anybody like in so long. And I send my mom pictures of updates and stuff of us, but she's just been like, I want to see you in person, blah, 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 blah. And like, we're like, we know that they've been safe and my sister's been safe. And so they came over on Saturday for like a couple hours. We hung out in our backyard. So we were socially distant we were good but it was nice to actually see human beings I was like yeah I should probably put on makeup so my parents don't think that I've just given up on life so 
Aww. it all worked out. All worked out. Um, but yeah, so you you had your parents over on on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of for the same reason. I think, like, I mean, I feel like I'm extroverted and like. Like I miss people, but I've also kind of been grateful for this quarantine because I can just like be large and in charge and peace and <laughs> not have to like yeah. have people walk up and touch my stomach like I've hear- heard happen. Oh God, seriously. <laughs> that's been, that's at least a blessing that people aren't just grabbing onto you for, you think it's appropriate. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I've heard, I've heard lots of stories, but <laughs> so like I'm, I'm handling it okay considered like how much I like being around people, but my mom is also extroverted. She, well, I say that. She thinks she's an introvert. I disagree, but she's like freaking out, not being around people. And she's just like tired of this all. And I I could tell like she usually hosts Easter and we didn't have Easter this year. So, you know, it's like, I felt like we, we need to do something for Mother's Day because it yeah. would like, really bum her out if we didn't. And, and I want to see them too. So anyway, it was awesome. They came over for dinner and we just, we grilled and yeah, they hung out for a lot longer than they normally do. So it was, it was just good. I mean, yeah. it's good to see them. So sure. I know little sense of normalcy. So you and I both had kind of a normal ish yeah. weekend. So that's good. We made the best of it. I know. And my mom feels the same way too. She's like, I'm missing out on your pregnancy because I'm not seeing you. <laughs> like you're not missing anything. I wear oversized t-shirts and shorts all day, every day, which is what I'd be doing even if I wasn't quarantined. So <laughs> same, same. Yeah. It's a way of life. Oh God. But yeah, things are just starting to get more real as I mean, shoot, I'm 33 weeks today, meaning you're about to be 30 weeks on Friday. 30 weeks on Friday. Oh, God. And I was just telling Caitlin before this that there's this girl, I don't know her, but I'm in like a message group of pregnant people. Like internet in 2020 is a very weird thing. But um, this girl (laughs) that is a week behind me just had her baby. And I'm like, it means that I could literally, this kid could pop out of me at any moment. And that's very terrifying. So, crazy. so not prepared. <laughs> and it's only going to get more real. Like right now it's like, oh, it's scary because it's still too early. But like, we're going to reach like 37, 38, 39 weeks and be like, it could happen at any moment. And like, it's okay. Like it's supposed to. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I, I mean, it's, it's exciting, but I'm starting to get way more like nervous. I'm like, oh my God. And then you posted this on your Instagram stories and I had seen it like the day before, but that picture <laughs> of exactly the, like, what you're talking about. <laughs> where it shows like the dilation of how many <laughs> centimeters and then it shows the kid's head next to like the 10 centimeters is big. Like you don't even think about it. And I'm like, how, Oh my God, this kid, it's coming out of your vagina. Like it just, it's so weird. No, no. It's like, this is why we deserve all the things on mother's day. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. But it just puts things into perspective. Like you just, you know, what labor like you hear all these things and just seeing like vis- visualizations like that you're just like oh my god <laughs> Woof. Um, I saw that too and like uh you know maybe like on the in the classes that you took they've talked about this too because I know that we took some of the same online classes but like they talked about how like they can hold a mirror down there for you to like watch yes. your baby come out it's like nope I'm not going to be no. doing that. You can show me him whenever he is out of me all the way and up in the air. Like, yep. <laughs> that's when I will see him. Whenever yeah. you hand him to me, I don't need to watch him. Nope. Absolutely his not. his little Mm-mm. grand exit. It's okay. Ew. Or entrance. As yeah. It were. I can't. But, that just makes me, that makes me squeamish. Like I, I can't do that. I mean, and it's our own self. It shouldn't be gross, but it's disgusting. I mean, it really is. There's no getting around it. It's just going to like be next to you like while it's happening and not be looking down there like have y'all talked about that yeah he he's terrified (laughs) that's why I'm asking (laughs) that he's like I'm really afraid I'm going to pass out he's like I'm I'm not even joking like I'm afraid I'm going to pass out and I'm supposed to be this support for you and like while you're going through this pain he was like I'm he's just so squeamish around anything and I was like well stay up by my head he was like do you think maybe they would like give me a chair to sit in next to you and rather than me standing. And I was like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. He's like, I'm just afraid that if I'm standing, I'm, I'm just sure going to keel. Can. I'm just going to keel over. And so no, he will not be looking. He, well, he, he told me when we went in for my, my very first appointment and they did the transvaginal ultrasound, the doctor had him stand down like by my legs. And like, so he could see this, like the screen. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I could not look. I just saw them just go whoop. 
like the wand right up your vagina. And I was like, <laughs> you they don't really warn you. They're no. just kind of like, Shoof. yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, okay. This is, this yeah. is how this goes. <laughs> he was like, I, he was like, I don't know. I was standing right there. Like it was kind of like in like the view of me. I was not like not trying to look, but I just looked and I was like, well, that's going to be nothing like the kid exiting me. So if you are okay with that, that's one thing. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is a different and plus there's a lot more stuff going on down there while yeah. that's happening so, so anyway I know I've talked with Austin about it and I like I think I want him up by my head for different reasons like I, I don't know what he's actually going to do because he thinks I'm being ridiculous but I'm just like I don't want you to see all that game destroyed because you will never look at me the same <laughs> you'll never be able to touch me again and I will just be disgusting to you and he's just like what are you talking about no, it'll be fine I'm like no up here up here no. he's like well I gotta like grab your leg at some point because like from like what I heard from like an Ali Wong stand-up they like grab your leg like yeah. a saucer <laughs> oh my god dispenser like oh. you're supposed to push and so <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen I mean luckily Austin's not very squeamish because he was considering medicine for a while before he ended up in a totally different career but yeah you know I just, for, for my sake, I would like for him to not watch my, my area. That's really funny. And it's, it's a spiritual be pantsing as it were. Oh my God. But yeah, no, no return. No, no telling what'll actually happen in the moment, but yeah, plan is up, up at head. And, Top. Yeah. Just, he needs to just look at you. It's yeah. like until Mikey comes out and yep. he needs to just eyes on, eyes on Claire, <laughs> focus on Claire. Yes. Which I think he could probably handle. Yeah. We'll see. I've, I've got, I've got faith. I've got faith in him. He doesn't have faith in himself. So. <laughs> well, well, and I mean, I wonder if it's kind of like what they talk about with women. Like we, I mean, I'm just trusting in this. Cause I'm like, I am such a wimp with pain and they're like, no, no, no. It's like an out of body experience. And you just like summon the strength that you don't know that you have. So maybe it's like the same thing for guys. It's like, even if they think they can't handle it, it's just such a like crazy yeah. situation that like adrenaline kicks in and you just kind of like know how to pull your shit together. So yes, I don't know. <laughs> it just makes, it makes me giggle thinking about it because he's so stressed about it. And he's like, I just don't want you to like, you're, he's like, you're going to be like mad at me and you're going to be in this like, no, rage y'all like, are going to be, be so fine. in love with that baby. Yeah. It's not going to matter. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I told him too, I was like, cause I was reading some more stuff on like, like from other moms that have gone through it, it's just like advice. And they're like, you need to make sure that your, your partner or your spouse is like there to advocate for you. Yep. If you get asked questions and you can't respond. Cause like in my mind, I'm like, Oh, it's going to be fine. I'll be like lucid. And then I, I kind of stopped and I was like, what if I'm not? Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. I don't know. So I, I looked at him. I was like, Hey, you got to make decisions for me if I can't. Okay. And he's like, what are you talking about? You're going to be fine. This is the same thing he said about the whole, like exiting the body thing. It's just like, <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like, just letting okay. you know, <laughs> oh I get in the mind. You got to speak up, buddy. <laughs> um, one weird thing. So I had my doctor's appointment last week. Everything's going great, but this baby is still breach. I don't know if your Fuck, lo- if your yeah. little guy has flipped, I don't know. I'll find if- out tomorrow. They're doing a growth scan, so we'll see. <clears throat> so I haven't had a growth scan, but I can tell, um, and they can tell like based on like where his heartbeat and stuff is, and then like I can feel certain parts where I'm like I know where his head is, like just based on oh, his protruding crazy. and like where his feet and stuff are. So like he's he's still like breach. And I won't have a growth scan until thirty six weeks. So not for another three weeks from now. Um but basically by week 36, my doctor was like, if he hasn't flipped, um, there's a couple of options that <laughs> and I was like, this is what I need to know. Like I need to be prepared. Um, I was like, what, what is going to happen? Like if he doesn't turn on his own, cause she was like, I don't want you doing any, anything at home. Like you'll can like Google, like, and look up, you know, exercises or things you can do at home mm-hmm. to like help the baby flip. She's like, don't worry about that. Don't do anything with that. Nine times out of 10, he'll flip by the time you hit 36 weeks. But if he doesn't, this is what's going to happen. She goes, we have kind of like one of two options. <laughs> Number one, we will schedule a C-section for you one week before your due date. So he'd be due a week before he's planned to. Oh, wow. It's like, okay. Second option is this thing. I don't even remember what it was called, but she's like, we send you to the hospital. She goes, I don't actually do this procedure. There are people that specialize in it. 
<laughs> she goes, it works only 50% of the time. And like on fifth, on like first time moms, like it's kind of 50, 50 on if it works. She, <laughs> basically there's a doctor that comes in and they, they hook me up like on monitors. They give me like pain meds for like to relax my muscles. And they like hook uh, Michael up so they can like, or not hook him up, but they like monitor his heart rate. And the doctor comes in and like manually grabs him and like shoves my stomach around to like force him to flip. And she was like, I'm not going to lie. It's really uncomfortable and no. kind of painful. Nope. And I was like, oh Hard my pass. God. That is a hard pass for me. If it gets to that point, schedule me for a C-section. I'm not fucking with that. Same. Absolutely not. I was telling Justin that when I got home and he was like, and it only works half of the time. I'm like, yes. Exactly. It's just like, Like (laughs) so like the the cost, you know, benefit ratio is just way off here. No, no, that like, I'm like, no, I'll take the C-section. I'm good. Absolutely. How terrible. But she was like, but you're most likely he will flip like because I guess most pregnancies she was like I think it's only like 95% of pregnancies like or 5% of them like there's they stay breach they say yeah so she's like you're probably fine but just preparing so you now all you're gonna be able to think about is did he flip did he flip did he yes flip? now yeah. like every time I feel any little thing I'm like did he wait did he flip did he move and now I'm just I'm just like hyping myself up and I have no I have no <laughs> clue anymore so anyway that was a little minor update from my oh wow my end. So I hope he's flipped for you. <laughs> I I can't tell. He does like barrel rolls. Like he is crazy active. So I'm kind of like, there's no telling what position he's in. I I cannot even tell you where his head is. I mean, obviously I know where his feet are, are because they kick me all the time. But yeah. it's like it changes. Like it's just kind of all over the place. So see, mine has been very consistent. Like in the same spot where I'm like, I feel his head up here. I feel his feet down here. So I'm like, oh. He's not in the position he's supposed to be. He's, so he's comfy. He's found his little nook. And he's just hanging out. Well, sorry guys, we went on a like twenty minute long. <laughs> Whatever. I find it helps me to like talk about this stuff so I don't freak myself out in my own head because I talk to Justin about this stuff, but a lot he doesn't get. But he it. didn't know. He didn't I mean, like he he tries to, but <laughs> so plus Justin doesn't like medical stuff. <laughs> no, it, yeah, like we just discussed. He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear about any of that. I'm like, okay, well fine i'll tell caitlin (laughs) and our podcast (laughs) listeners because they care um well i guess we might as well move on to our main topic of discussion which is we are almost done with this train wreck of a tv show of listen to your heart almost done we have one more episode (laughs) one more courage courage oh my god this week was something there were a lot of crit like cringe moments <laughs> that I was watching my TV screen, just like holding my head, just being like, what, what am I watching? What is happening here? Why are we doing this? Um, yes. I mean, like the only person or only couple that I didn't think of like a cringe moment with was like Chris and Breeden that they're like engaged in, you know, yeah. having babies already basically. So yes, that everybody else I'm like, ugh, ugh, there was oh something no. I know. So, Oh my God. But they went to, where, oh, they went to Vegas. So they got their own little, what? A little tour, tour buses. Bus, tour buses and yeah. spent, how long of a drive is it from LA to Vegas? It's probably only like four or five hours. I don't think it's that long. Yeah. I mean, because that was kind of like the whole premise of like the hangovers that they drove from LA to Vegas for the bachelor party. So. Yes. Yeah. So a couple of hours, I think. Something like that. Yeah. But they, so this was quality time. They all got to spend together with their significant other and everyone's just having a great time and then there's there's a they're making it seem like everyone's having a great time and then they show Rudy and Matt where clearly Rudy is way more into Matt than he is into her and he's like uh I don't know what I've gotten myself into here (laughs) I kind of forgot this bitch is a little crazy and she's a little little much they do a really good job of editing to make her look psycho though i'll give i'll give I know. her that. i kind of feel like, bad for her because i wonder if she's just actually kind of like just a little sarcastic and they just kind of edit her to make her look like she's actually like insane but yeah because i think she even said to him like i promise i'm not this crazy usually i'm like oh god <laughs> makes me think of like wedding crashers like because i find you like <laughs> yes. i get those vibes yes i didn't even think that that's a great comparison oh man such a good movie. oh my goodness um yeah 
I mean, I, at this point, like, I just keep thinking about this and I, I feel like I, I might've said this last week too, but I feel like this is a music competition that they've just added this overlay of like romantic relationships onto and they're trying to force these relationships to happen. Yes. So it's like more of a story, but it's like everybody's there to promote their music. I mean, we'll get to it, but I mean, look at Natasha and is it Ryan? Yeah. Brian, I can't remember. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like she's clearly there for herself. Like absolutely. Everybody's in it for themselves. I mean, Chris and Bree just happened to work out. I mean, that's yep. serendipity, but like everybody yeah. else, no, <laughs> I feel like they're just square pegging around hole all day. Mm-hmm. And I just, it, it's, it's cringy. I think that's why it's so painful to watch. So yes. So cringy. Um, so I guess they all arrive in Vegas, although Rudy and Matt make some weird detour. I don't know what, what they're doing on their weird little, like, Oh, is that where they went to like the antique shop or like the, yeah, or or I don't know what they were doing. Um, but everyone had dates, I guess, this week where they sent them out on dates. And <laughs> <laughs> my God, these were so weird. So first and foremost, and they made it in previews look like they were going to make Chris and Brie get married. They're like, oh, my God, we're getting married. At, like, first, at first, I thought they were because she's in white. And I yeah. was just like. They're in a chapel. It's Vegas. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> and Holy they're shit. just like serenading some other couple where the bride is not wearing white. And I'm like, be confused. Yeah. But nope. Fine. Um, that's fine. So whatever. They're doing their own thing. Semi-normal. And then we have Jamie and Trevor go and play ho- like hockey. And <laughs> this, I was like, oh God, this is going to be so bad because she's like, I'm just I'm ready to tell him that I'm in love with him and like oh no honey like this is not gonna be good for you and he told he basically I, I could sense that he was like knew something was gonna happen so he stopped her and was basically like I've only said that to two people ever <laughs> um so like I you know the next person I say it to I really want it to mean something so I don't take it lightly and so she's like oh okay um but I guess and then she ends up still telling him and he told her back. I'm like, do you really though? Or are you just responding to her? Well, it makes me laugh because this is just like par for the course for bachelor nation. Like they like to say I'm falling for you. And so, and they use that to really mean that they love the person. Yeah. But if they're not ready to say it for whatever reason, like that's, that's their little key phrase. And it's like the promise ring of phrases for like, so bachelor. True. it's just like, I'm not ready to like fully commit, but I'll halfway commit I'll and halfway. say that I'm falling in love with you. And like Jamie, after he said that was just like, Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> just like losing it. Like googly eyed and I'm like oh girl this is why you've been cheated on like a whole bunch you gotta pump the brakes pump the brakes I know seriously it's been three weeks but now she's like oh we're just stronger than ever and things are just fantastic I'm like I just have a feeling that's about to go down the toilet for you but okay yep um and then we had Rudy and Matt's date where they went and saw Shaggy. <laughs> this was the best. It was Shaggy. They're like, yeah, Shaggy. They're like going to watch Shaggy in Vegas. Oh my God. But to be honest, if I was walking around and then Shaggy was playing, I'd be like, I mean, it wasn't me. Be into it. I mean, I I love me some Shaggy. I only know one song by Shaggy, but I, mean, I would be yep. here for that one song. The one song so. that he sung on the show is the one song I know of Shaggy. It wasn't me. Yep. <laughs> um, so that was kind of like just of all the like artists, just so random that they have so have shaggy. Um, so. but then we get to the, this is when we get to a cringe moment where she's like, I'm going to tell him that I'm in love with him. Uh, was I'll regret it if I don't. And she, I mean, she comes out. It's not like she was not batting around with, the, I'm falling in love with you. She's like, I'm just, I am in love with you. And like, I just no want to tell barn. you and just, yep comes all out with it <laughs> what was his response he basically looked at her and said goes, i think that was really brave of you <laughs> oh. I, I was i was cackling i could not i could not even this, handle I it i was just this, like if someone told me that something i said was brave after <laughs> i was trying to be like really vulnerable with them yes. and they were I, they were uncomfortable like uh, clearly uncomfortable with it like yeah i would just 
can't, just cancel my life. I'm done. Just delete it. Start over. Throw the whole Caitlin away. Let's just move it's on. Just, God, so. but they made it so awkward to where it was just silence and like hurt. She just like starts crying and he just doesn't like even consult. He just stares at her and like. He's like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> uh, this is fucking awkward. And so then she just oh, gets man. up and leaves crying and he's just like. All right. Like, no, not any of the like, oh, that's so nice to hear. Or or, like, that's always like a nice thing to hear from someone. Like, yeah, like, like, you know, I'm just not there yet or something like that. But he's just like, that was brave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so cringy. Oh, my God. It's so bad. (laughs) So bad. And that's what I was like, oh, they're for sure going home because their performance is going to suck because she's just going to not be able to, like, get out of her own head. Um. And then I guess Natasha and Ryan had a date, but we didn't see it. Or if we did, it's, well, I don't remember so they it. went to like a junkyard and they were like crushing up cars. Oh, okay. Well, but sure. it was, I don't, I don't get any sort of feeling that they're like romantically involved. No. Like, I just feel like they're a team. That's how I feel too. Like n- nothing. I mean, there. kind of. Oh, Yeah. So, you know, if you can call it that, but, um, so then we go to our performances and they have, so their guest judges are, so Ari and Lauren from however many seasons ago that was, um, long time ago. And then Ashley Simpson, (laughs) Ashley Simpson. And like, I guess that's, is that her husband? Yeah. Ross, somebody, I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know. And then I love how someone was like, oh my God, or one of, I don't remember which contestant it was, was like, oh my God, I cannot believe it's Ashley Simpson. Like she's my idol. Pieces to me was my jam. And I'm like, isn't that like the only song she had? Pieces, pieces of me. I know. And she's, she was probably five whenever that came out. Yeah. So, so cool. Cause I was definitely in like seventh or eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. And then the dude from, uh, train. I don't know. His yeah. Name. I don't know his name. I don't know his name, but it was, yeah. Like the lead singer from yeah. train. So, so, cool. okay. Um, so these performances, so who went first? Oh, we had Brie and Chris and they, they always go first because they always crush it. Like they're always yeah. amazing. Yeah. They but sang what, what, what was that Elvis they song? They sang, uh, can't help falling in love well, with you. Yeah. Okay. They did. I mean, fine. Like fine. Yeah. whatever they had good reviews from all the judges. Some of them were like, it started off a little rough, but you did great. Y'all are clearly in love. More power to you. You have great voices. Good job. Get off the stage. So, okay. <laughs> They're staying around another week, clearly. Um, then we have Jamie and Trevor. And I can't remember. Did Jamie cry before they went on stage? She's done that every single time. That she's so nervous. I don't think she did this time. But, I mean, she's still, like, clearly nervous. Like, yeah. not comfortable with being in front of people which again does not make sense to me being a performer that's supposed to be what you thrive on but I agree yeah but I mean I guess they did I don't really remember how their performance was it was I they did a um just a kiss Lady Antebellum yes I was like Lady Antebellum what was it yeah yeah so um, which it was fine I didn't I, feel like that was like a, a you know standout performance by any means but but they didn't do terrible um, unlike the yeah. next couple, which my God. Okay. So the past few weeks, like we even said on the podcast last week, we were like, Natasha is of all of the people on the show. Like she's clearly the standout. Like she has an amazing voice, a good performer and Ryan's like, eh, okay. Like she's clearly way better than he is. Um, they got the song perfect by Ed Sheeran, which I love that song. I like Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was it to make this like, make it like a Latin dance like upbeat so, yeah. song and not like, it's supposed to be a very slow like like ballad yeah, yeah kind of oh and they they were so confident going out there they're like you guys like y'all wouldn't even know the song like we changed it up so much like it's gonna be so good and everyone was probably thinking like yeah it's gonna be a great performance because they've clearly done so well the past few weeks I have never had so much secondhand embarrassment watching was something so bad it i was, was like it's a bold move cotton let's see if it pays off for him <laughs> it was awful like was natasha so bad. was bad the tune was bad she the fact that she handed him a microphone while he's trying to play the guitar and is like holding a microphone and like trying to play guitar and also trying to sing and just they it was so bad <laughs> so so bad like ashley ross or simpson ross's husband looked like angry he was like 
mad. <laughs> and I love that the first comment that they had was from the guy from Train. And he was like, so how do you think you did? Did you think you killed that? <laughs> like, I so know. Savage. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, God. And then that's when Natasha was like, I know I ruined it. I messed up. I'm like, oh God, don't start crying on stage now. Like this is, she's like, I let him down. I let him down. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, bad. but she kind of like stole the spotlight. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't feel like a connected performance. It no. felt like he was like one of like her backup guitarists yep. or whatever. And she was center stage. So yeah. Yeah. It was. And I think that's what Ashley Simpson said. She was like, it was like you had two different performances, tried to put, put them together and it just did not work. And I'm like, mm. yeah, nope, it didn't. If Ashley Simpson is saying that, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Ashley Simpson's the best, but I'm just saying like, yeah, like, Ooh, God. Yikes. So yikes, I'm like, man. Oh yeah. That there's, I, there's no way after that because the first two performances were semi-decent that was clearly terrible terrible so then we've got matt and rudy and you're thinking okay they're probably gonna suck too just based off of the horrible discussion they had earlier um this is when they decided to sing they got shallow and uh, I, think well, I love that song. I don't love the movie, but I love that song. And so yeah. I'm like, oh, and they're like, going to, they're going to make it terrible. I know they're going <laughs> to fuck this up and like ruin a really good song. Holy shit. They did amazing. They did really good. I mean, I like surprised. her voice is suited for that song. I didn't think it would be, but it, yeah. it is. And so. it's just so crazy to me that <laughs> they clearly have like no like off screen or like not like off not stage, on off stage yeah. chemistry they did they perform very well together i was mm-hmm. surprised um they i mean they quote unquote killed it i mean like i was very impressed that's what i'm like yeah by natasha and ryan yeah you fucked yourself they, they're done yeah and that's why i feel like i mean maybe they should have like done the show more like almost i don't know if american idol setup would have been necessarily what i mean but like if they had made it to where they were like teams of duets and yeah. like, if they happen to fall in love, then great. Like that might've been more of a fun storyline than like this forced, like For, yeah. relationship thing, because like in that scenario, like you could still win, even if you were just friends, you just performed well together. But here it's like, no, you got to like show that you have a strong have, relationship on stage yeah. too. And I'm kind of like, well, which is so stupid because I guarantee, hard to fake. Yeah. And I guarantee you all these people performing, like their dream is not to be a performer with someone. It's to have right. a solo career and not find an artist to pair up with. So yeah, the concept, they yeah. want somebody that'll tag along with them while they go on tour. They don't want to have, you know, someone yeah. else to share the spotlight with. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. <sighs> yeah. So, and then, yeah, we get to the end and clearly who was voted off Natasha and, and Ryan, which that does suck because it's like, if they had sang that song or if the, they'd sung perfect by Ed Sheeran, like normal, like normally, yeah. they probably, it probably would have been great. It probably would have like, they mm. totally screwed themselves with that. <laughs> Took a whole new artistic direction with it. And it just did not work out. No, but I love the fake of like when they're leaving they're like we're still gonna pursue our relationship i'm like no, <laughs> i know I'm like, oh, that's that's cute <laughs> i know i should i should go and look at one of their instagrams and just see like if there's an update on that situation well i'm like i mean brian just is not suited for that type of no music at all like he's kind of more just like indie kind of folk yep you know like chill music yeah and they just were kind of an odd pairing. They're a, a super odd pairing. Um, so best, best of luck to you, I guess. We'll see right. what happens. I just pulled up Natasha's Instagram. They, she has 67,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, right. So better than before. I'm trying to see if like she posted anything about their relationship. I don't see anything. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. What does this say? It's a, it's a Polaroid picture. Okay. Polaroid okay. picture of her and Ryan on a it's like a polaroid picture placed on a keyboard like (laughs) see what her uh oh god this is gonna be way too long to read over on the air i'm just trying to see if like they're actually together at all anymore i don't think so i don't think they're together i'll have to read that i feel like they probably have like an obligatory picture on instagram together just because they competed together but like it's probably not like they're still Uh, together yeah um 
despite last night not going at all the way we planned, it doesn't mean that it will slow us or derail us from what we love most, and that's making music. Okay, that so that gives them me well, no hope that they're together. <laughs> not that I was hoping they're together. Yeah, they like they could say making music together if they were still a thing, but they're not. So anyway, um, yeah. so yeah. next week, so it's the last episode. We've got the final three couples, and they're going to nashville um i knew they would go to nashville i just had a feeling i was like they're gonna end up in nashville um so i don't know what i think they they tried to make it seem in the previews that chris and brie have a little bit of something happen between the two of them Hmm. okay Uh, i missed that interesting uh, there was like a little clip of it made it seem like there was something rocky going on in that relationship so who knows um I don't know who I would see winning. I don't see Jamie and Trevor winning. I don't. I don't either. And like, I, I don't know. I just, I think I'm kind of biased because I think Jamie is like really immature. Yep. She's but 21. I and just, I feel like Chris and Brie kind of more encapsulate what the show is looking for. It's like they have that relationship, but they're also talented. Yep. So, so, but I think of the three final couples, Honestly, the most talented is probably, weirdly enough, Rudy and Matt. But uh, but they're not like a couple. No. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, I know. I agree. I forgot. I forgot about them. Yeah, they're they're pretty talented too. So, hmm. well, we'll see next. Oh God, I hope it's only two hours next week. Please God, oh, I don't know no. that I can handle anything longer. And I wonder if they're gonna have like a quote unquote reunion show where I know that they've been taping reunions for like um, Vanderpump Rules, and I know they had the. Uh, I think Atlanta, Atlanta one where on it was Zoom. all on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I didn't watch that. I don't know how how that was, but uh, I heard it was good. Apparently, it was still pretty like feisty. Yeah. Because so. I'm just wondering like how how that's gonna go. And I heard. I mean, we won't see the Vanderpump Rules reunion. I think the season finale of Vanderpump Rules is next week. So then the reunion would be, I guess, the week after that. But they just taped it like not too long ago. But apparently, it's supposed to be good too. Well, so. <laughs> I don't know. I just figured like doing it over Zoom is like weird and it wouldn't be as like natural. I would think so too. But then I think like maybe you kind of get this, even though people can still see you on Zoom because you're not in person with somebody, maybe you can be a little bit more vicious than like you normally would and True. Like, more outspoken. And they like, I don't know. It's not like they can't get up a and physical threat for you. <laughs> <laughs> Throw they can't get up you. and like walk off. Well, I guess I could, but you know. Yeah. But Andy nobody doesn't like walk offs. <laughs> No, but nobody could physically get up in your face. Right. <laughs> like it's happened right. many a time before. So especially in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Atlanta oh gets God. savage. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thankfully this show is almost over and I'm just getting to be ready for when they start showing old seasons again. I'm excited for this. Yes. I'm very much looking forward to that. Me too. Um, then what else do we have this week? So we had Beverly Hills and, and, New York, New York, Beverly Hills. So they had the big thing. I think this episode, two big things were Teddy's retreat, um, which the big uproar was that Dorit showed up late. Okay. I want to talk about this with you because I'm oddly like, it's a, a argument between Kyle and Dorit. Usually I would always side with Kyle. I'm kind of on Dorit's side. <laughs> Really? Okay. Because yes. Dorit has been late before and like has been very unapologetic about it. And I just feel like she's very full of herself and it's just another instance. I, but I would say that too, but she told uh Teddy day either days or weeks before that she would not be there in the morning, that she would be there after the lunch. Oh, well then that's fine. Then yeah. I don't understand why and Kyle so I'm like, well, sh- it's not like she just showed up late and like told nobody like Teddy knew and Teddy didn't Teddy quote unquote doesn't care, you know, because that's yeah. now Teddy's thing is she just doesn't care who's there, who shows up and does whatever. And so I don't know where, where Kyle got her panties in a wad, which I guess according to Kyle, she has a bu- busy life. Like she's been filming whatever movie she's been filming. She had New York fashion week she has a family, you know, she's got her husband, all of her, like her kids at home, her dogs, like her whole life, but she still managed to wake up early, get out and support Teddy for the whole day. And what was Dorit doing? 
where Dorit, this is so I funny. lost it when she was like imitating Dorit, like leaning back and then like her like window <laughs> thing. Like she was imi- yes. imitating her Instagram. She, I mean, I, I could not even, <laughs> oh my gosh. She's so so funny. funny. But yeah, I guess she just had a photo shoot in her athleisure wear with her full beast athleisure wear (laughs) full fledged makeup with her like strange purse that was like cash inside Uh, yeah that (laughs) was weird weird. um written in marker yeah but yeah anyways so kyle was just like well you clearly like you could have made it here what's more important like you taking pictures and dorit was like well i'm sorry kyle i have a life and kyle's like are you fucking kidding me like we all have lives I too. I would have been mad too. Yeah. So, but it, like I said, at the same time, and Dorit's argument is, Kyle, why are you so pissed about this when like, this isn't your event. This is Teddy's event. I told Teddy I was going to be late. What, who cares what my reason is? I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Like I told her I was going to be late. I still showed up. I'm still here supporting her. Why are your panties in a wad over what I'm doing? Like, what is, what does that matter? And I mean, Kyle just like kept nitpicking picking 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 at her and this carried over to when we get to um whose house denise's, denise's house. dinner yeah and oh my gosh it just <laughs> also this dinner was really funny just the conversation they were having at the table what were they talking about threesomes and they're talking lesbians. about like threesomes and like who had like dipped into like the lady pond yeah and erica's like these hoes are all like clutching their pearls right now. Like they haven't said nastier. They're like, there's children around. She's just like, like y'all have ever cared about that before. Yeah. Well, especially with it. And granted it was Denise's children, but she's like, Denise is the nastiest one of us all. Always talking about how she has sex every day. And like, you know, the weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Her husband's happy ending that she scheduled for him at his last massage. And it's like, she's like, what are you talking about? Like hush. What do you think we're going to talk about when we're around you? Like, you're the nastiest of us all. What's happening? So th- I thought that was hilarious. She kept I know. Like, I thought that was so funny. Erica was just like, are you kidding me right now? So, oh, my God. But, yeah, I got brought up again. I thought that was pretty good. Um, at the table where Kyle's like, you were late. And it, it just turned into a whole, again, another uproar. And I'm like, I'm so surprised because Dorit's not my favorite. Um that I'm like, I'm actually kind of agreeing with Dorit and not Kyle. That is so crazy. Cause like, I can't stand Dorit. Like I think Dorit is she, insane. I, I don't like Dorit oh. either. Um, I think I'm just basing it off of like, but I get what you're saying as far as like the fight goes, like you're on Dorit's side. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Kyle, you're being, like, I kind of oh. don't understand why Kyle is so upset either, but like I, yeah. And, and to Teddy's point or to Dorit's point, like, It'd be one thing if Teddy was upset with me being late because this was her event, but she's not. And she knew I was going to be late. So what does it matter? (laughs) So. And I feel like Kyle always kind of like takes it upon herself to like feel certain things for Teddy and like say certain things for Teddy. And it's like. And then, well, this is when like. Teddy be Teddy. When Dorit like crosses the line where she keeps like pointing out. Oh, because what did she point out about the fact of. Oh, no wonder um, Kyle and Dorit. Oh, because it got brought up that Garcelle wanted to be set up with somebody. And Kyle was like, oh, Mauricio has a bunch of like single friends. And she was like, you know, don't you love them like dark and uh, foreign or with an accent or whatever. And that's when Dorit was like, oh, well, no wonder you and Teddy are such good friends because of her husband. Her husband's, uh, you know, tall, dark and like has an accent and is foreign. And it's like they were like you were grasping at straws like to to like, and she was like kept alluding to, I guess, I don't know if she's alluding to it or not, but keeps harping on the fact that Kyle and Teddy slept in the same bed together one night. It's like, who, I know. Who I was cares? like, who cares? Like, who cares? I slept in bed with like a lot of my girlfriends. Yeah. There's nothing weird that one that, I mean, it no. was just, and like someone, uh, I was reading a Reddit post about it and someone was like, why is she stupid? Like home, homophobic remarks about this and I'm like yeah exactly yeah so with that I'm so. like Dorit like shut like shut your mouth like stop, stop. it just stop it stop okay it. like I agree with you on this one thing and that's that's about it and then other things that come out of your mouth I'm like I can't stand you like you're you suck you suck um I think that was about it that happened in well Nothing more crazy, I think, happened in that episode. Oh, but did you see on Instagram that Erica shared a photo of her son for the very first time? Like her co- her son that's a cop? Yeah. 
It was like I the saw it. first time yeah. that she's ever like publicly. And she disabled me. comments. <laughs> I mean, I'll blame her. I'll blame her. I would too. So I'm, glad I'm just like, what, what had you out of yeah. the blue decide to do that? Cause he's got to be in his, is he our age? Maybe a little, cause Erica is. He's a little 40s. bit younger than us. I think she said he was 27, 28. She's 48, okay. which I had no idea yeah. until like a couple of weeks ago. I thought she was like in her early 40s. And so that's when you do the math but in your head and she's like, yeah, my she husband's, looks, I mean, she looks fantastic, my husband's course, 33 but. years older than me. And that's, so I'm like 48, 58, 68, 78, 79. Your husband's 81? Okay. <laughs> it's so crazy to me um but yeah and her which kid- i mean i gotta say like I, he looks old but he doesn't look like he's 81 like no. he, yeah. he looks like he's in his 70s to me i don't know yeah but you know that's hollywood magic or beverly hills magic so absolutely um so i feel like we're getting closer to episodes when denise is gonna well although kyle gets up and leaves the table for this one but we're getting closer to when denise is going to start being weird and I'm I know I feel it. like I'm like waiting for the the fence jump in Colton season or like Just the barb waiting. like bring her home to us it's like they keep teasing it and then like oh, keep waiting keep, for it to happen I know so. I know well another episode airs tonight so we'll see um and in New York nothing really crazy happened the only big thing that happened is Luann's drinking again <laughs> hell yeah Luann <laughs> oh. she's back on the alcohol train oh my god but What's even more cringy is like, so I don't know why she put on this comedy show or why she had this comedy show happen. I guess she was raising money for bullying like or, or something. something. Yeah. And then she decided to have her ex-boyfriend, Jacques, Jacques, Jacques um, be, he's now pursuing a career in comedy. Okay. Um, even though you cannot. It's so weird because wasn't he like a sommelier or like he had like a wine business? I feel like that's right. And what's even weirder is like, you, I literally can't understand. I can't understand a word that comes out of that dude's mouth. I don't know what he's saying. Anytime. This, his accent is just so, 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 so thick. Yes. I don't know what he's, I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> so you're going to get up on stage and do a comedy routine, which he did. And I think all the other housewives were like, yeah, I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I know. Louis um, like still like totally here for it. It was so funny. Um, so. But uh, Jacques, he asked... Dorinda and Ramona I think because it was they're raising money for like a bullying charity like have you guys ever been a bully and they're both like no I've never bullied anybody ever <laughs> <laughs> show all the flashback clips of them just and, like being... replay all this footage it's just like are you... didn't they replay like whenever they were on a trip and like Jill shows up and like Ramona like won't let her hang out with the girl yes and just like yeah them being complete assholes I'm like okay yeah sure you've never been a bully before that's that's great for you um pretty rich yeah Yeah. but that I mean that's really about it and then yeah Luann's now drinking again oh and I guess they they shot they showed more of the beef between Tinsley and Dorinda and now Leah's getting all involved and it's just nothing's I I don't know what's happening with that it seems a little forced to me um sure just don't be well, don't be friends a fashion show with sonia like sonia like had her wear like some oh that might have been an episode like earlier um i don't know if it was this past was one or the, the one before one? that okay. i can't remember if that was the... yes but that fashion show when she sonia gave all the ladies like semi nice things to wear um and she gives leah like a set of pajamas it's like cashmere like tracksuit pajamas yeah. set up and i was like Ooh. And Leah's like, I'm not wearing this. I don't blame her. Like, I don't blame her. It was not like, cute. And everyone's like, Sonia, what the hell? And she's like, what? Like, I would wear this. They're like, not to a high end, like, quote unquote, fashion show for your line. Like, this is nice loungewear. I'm not going to wear this in public. Um, <laughs> that was so funny. I'm like, Sonia, you're such Sonia's an idiot. So you're such so an funny. idiot. Oh, oh God, God, I love her gosh. though. I love Sonia. I can't help it. She's just, <laughs> Sonia's so funny. She's just batshit. I can't. Um, I just, I still can't get over her at the dinner party. She's <laughs> oh, she was God. at that Hamptons house. I, I mean, I think that was like prime Sonia form. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. And she my was yelling God. at people about. Her not shaving her undercarriage. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so funny. Oh God, God, I just think on last season too, because uh, it was when Bethany was still around and they were on, I don't remember where they went on their like housewives trip, but Sonia gets plastered and she stands up at the table and she falls over and like conks her head on the table and like keels over on the floor. And like, she's conscious, but they call like the, like, 911 and have all these emergency personnel come out trying to check her for a concussion and like they all think she's on pills and so they check her for like drugs and she's just there like oh delusional god. I'm like oh my god <laughs> she's so insane like she ended up not having a concussion and she wonders why she's not a part of like the upper echelon of New York City like society it's like look at how you act like, like you're crazy <laughs> god but she just like keels over and smacks her head on the table I'm like oh my god Oh, Sonia. God love her. I can't, I can't. Um, okay. Well, shoot. We did this again. We did this again. <laughs> we, keep, like, we have like some good content for you guys that we keep meaning to get to, but then we just get wrapped up in talking about random shit. <laughs> My bad. It'll happen eventually. Well, it will happen. It will happen. We're going to run out of bachelor stuff to talk about. So we will cover this before long. But yeah. I just get caught up in like my own thoughts sometimes and we just go off on tangents and then I'm like, Oh, what were we talking about to begin with? I know, this podcast is really like just a stream of consciousness of two pregnant ladies, which is kind of scary. <laughs> That's also true. We can blame it on the fact that we have pregnancy or baby brain and we're just like, Ooh, I don't know. I'm spacey. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. Um, <laughs> but well, all right. I guess that's enough for now. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week with more last episode. Thank God. When we talk about it, we can be done with that show. Move, move on. And we can move to bigger and better things before we birth these children. And we have oh, nothing man. better to talk about than uh, baby Poop shit. And yeah. Milk and whatever oh, else. God. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> until next time, guys, you can still follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Peachy Podcast. And our phone number is 972-885-9361. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.